Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we're going to be talking through what three attractions at Epcot, my favourite part, we would, be, we would like to remove. So, yeah, the three attractions at Epcot we would like to remove. Uh, we did something similar for Magic Kingdom at the end of February, so we thought uh, to kickstart the first show of April, we will do this, the same thing for Epcot. So sit back. Relax and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. So, before we kickstart the Epcot chat, let's talk about mm. Halloween Horror Nights because at this point the the event is still happening. Yeah, they haven't said otherwise, have they? Haven't said otherwise, so we're going to have to assume for now that that is that will remain the case. But um, I, I have a feeling if things are under lockdown for too much longer, then the event may get cancelled or reduced. Depends how much work they can do. Depend, depends at what point they are at the moment and depends how much work they can do on it at the moment. Because obviously if, there's, if they've, you know, they've in the past they've got like projection mapping and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So obviously that requires some digital work. So that presumably can still go ahead. Yeah. So if, if it's just building the houses, which obviously takes time, um, but if they, if they were able to sort of do a lot of the behind the scenes work from home yeah um then maybe maybe they'll still be okay yeah fingers crossed Mm. but we've seen like a a speculation map which in the past has turned out to be pretty much bang on Mm -hmm. so we just thought we'd talk through uh each of the ones on the on the map and our thoughts on each of them so let's start with uh one of the biggest shows over the last couple of years on netflix the haunting of hill house Oh, okay. You're you're not going to start alphabetically, are you? You monster. No. Sorry. <laughs> and the funny thing was, I was expecting you to say another one when you said the biggest shows on Netflix. Ah, uh, no, there is another one coming later. Because I didn't know that the Haunting of Hill House was a Netflix show. Oh, uh, okay. It is quite a scary show as well. But that is interesting, though, isn't it? Like, they they're doing a lot of partnerships with Netflix. Well, the thing is, so they, they've got the partnership with they had the partnership the last two years with Stranger Things. Of course, yeah. So Netflix are obviously game for partnering with uh, Universal on this. Mm. And so, the thing is, obviously, Netflix have a variety of like, not horror shows, but sort of darker shows, don't they? Yeah. Um, so it's sort of it's a prime crossover. Yeah, I think so. And um, it, I've seen The Haunting of Hill House, and it is quite a scary show. So right. I could see this working very well as a house. 
and it does make a lot of sense to be at the event. So I think it, you know, it makes sense. Cool. Next one on the list is Beetlejuice. Yes. So I've never seen Beetlejuice. I actually watched it for the first time. It's on Netflix now. Oh, is it? I okay. It the first time the other day, and thought it was. I didn't didn't think it was that great. It feels like it's probably got quite a cult following. It it's, has, it, it, and if you're watching it for the first time in, in 2020, yeah. it's aged horrendously badly. Right. Okay. Um, I, I mean, obviously, if, if, assuming this all goes ahead, and assuming we we do get to go in September, I am going to have to watch a lot of these before we go. Yeah, and I think. Obviously, Kenneth Crown's Amount of Space was there last year. Yeah. That's kind of like a big cult film. So, and Beetlejuice, I could see working as a house. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see. Obviously, they had I'm a, not against it. They had a Beetlejuice presence in the park in the past, haven't they? So it's kind of yeah, it wouldn't, bring it back it wouldn't, a little bit. It wouldn't be crazy, uh, especially for the 30th year to bring Beetlejuice back. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one that I don't really see working, actually, that's on the list at the minute is... Well, one of the ones I don't see working is Gremlins. Right, okay. I mean, I, I guess, mean, like, some of it happens in a, in, the, in a house, doesn't it, Gremlins? Well, I suppose, like, a lot of it is... Like, they do kill people, don't they? Yeah. But, I mean, it gets it gets pretty... It, it has a dark turn to it, doesn't it, the film? So Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know how scary they could, I, I guess it would be like the Ghostbusters of this year. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would be like, well, it's kind of like Ghostbusters and Killer Clowns, isn't it? It's kind yeah. of like they're not. It's not particularly scary. Um, but yeah, I mean, like how how because given how like small they are, if you were going through a house, how like how scary is it, is it going to be? I don't know. Yeah, how they're gonna do? How are they gonna pull off that many like small puppets and things like that? Yeah. Interesting to see though. Hmm. So another classic though to to bring. Yeah, table. They, they seem to be going for a bit of an 80s theme for the last few years. Yeah, that sort of like old school. Although, although obviously, the, the Haunting of Hill House and one of the other ones that's on the list, they're quite new, aren't they? So, Yeah, yeah, they are, to be fair. Um, so we've got the next one is is another Netflix show, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm. And I, I can actually see this, this house working really well. I think... Yeah. For those that haven't seen it, it's not a, a, a another reboot of um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Well, it is, but it's nothing like that original show. No, nothing like it, is it? I mean, uh, to be fair, I've only seen like two or three episodes. I do need to watch more of it. Um, it's, it's a lot darker, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's a lot darker. <laughs> it's a lot darker than the, it's, the, it's... Like, the 1990s one <laughs> with the talking <laughs> cat. Yeah, it better matches the comic book. Right. And... Um, yeah, I, I could see this this really this working really well as a house. To be fair, mm. uh, what else have we got on the list? We've got. Um... See, so this thing you've done. You haven't done it in alphabetical order, Ryan. So I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the... That was so high pitched. The the, the <laughs> zoom zoom cut out. <laughs> <laughs> the the one that I think fa- that fans are getting really uppity about is Billie Eilish. Yes. People are losing their minds over this, aren't they? Well, yeah, and you've got one half that are like, yes, I can't wait, and the other half are like, oh, Billy Eilish, what's that about? Who is Billy Eilish? <laughs> that happens like every time, like something like when the Bond theme came out and it announced that it was like Billy Eilish, and it was like half the people were like, yes, and half the people were like, oh, she just whispers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yes, 
people have different musical tastes. Yeah. Get over it. And that's okay. Yeah. But I mean, I think her music videos do have a lot of horror influences to them. They do. They do. I mean, there's obviously like bleeding eyes and stuff like that in one of them, isn't there? Yeah. So I could, I could see it working. I don't know if I would see it working as a house. Yeah. It is a bit of a weird one. I mean, I get obviously, obviously last, well, last year they had, um, Rob Zombie. Yes. Rob Zombie. But then he also directs horror films and things like that. Um, so and they did of... have a house and a scare zone. Mm. Yeah. So I don't really know. I don't really know what this would be, but then I think like people online were just like saying, you know, it's obviously also speculation. It could just be music from her. Obviously her music could be just be in the house. Yeah. And then the house could be based on something else. Could be anything really. Yeah. I mean, presumably whoever makes the speculation map, they've got some inside sources and maybe Billie Eilish's name was thrown around. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I would think, because it's, it's also rumoured that her music's going to be the focus of the Lagoon show this year. Oh, okay. Which I think if you've got House and the Lagoon show, it's a bit overkill. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's going to be one I mean, or the I, other. I can see the attraction. You know, you've got like Sabrina, uh, obviously Adventures, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, The Haunting House, um, Haunting of Hill House, Billie Eilish. They, they're all things like drawing a sort of a younger audience, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I think for old school fans, you've got Beetlejuice and Gremlins. Yeah, and, and also, obviously, for the people that like the hardcore horror stuff, you've got the um, original IPs, yeah. like original houses, that's what I mean, um, which obviously are, are, are a bit more intense than some of the others. Yeah, so, I mean, talking of some of the original houses that are, are on the list, uh, Dungeon of Terror is the house that started Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, really? Um, so okay. it wouldn't be surprising to see that come back. And I'm guessing it will be like a, like a rebirth of that original house, which would be quite cool. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've never seen it, so that would be interesting. I mean, we are kind of expecting some of that, weren't we? Like, you know, old houses coming back, fan favourites, things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Because, I mean, it kind of works out quite nicely for Universal, doesn't it? For one thing, they don't have to do as much work on it because they've already done it in the past. And mm. two, they know it's going to be popular with the fans because they've loved it in the past. So yeah. it's a win-win situation, really. Exactly, exactly. And the the other the other big one is uh, bedtime stories. So they're thinking that this is going to be similar to uh, Slaughter Cinema that was at the park a couple of years ago, okay. and would would be like a twisted look at bedtime stories. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a nice idea. I think I'd, I'd be um, on board with that. And they reckon it might be a way to showcase some of the past um, Halloween Horror Nights icons as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you've got um, the other one, Terra Cruentus, which yeah. is going to feature, well, it's rumoured to feature the Terra Queen, who is an a icon from 2005. Okay. So that's another one on the, on the list. And then I think the last one, I, I think maybe I've missed, missed two. There's two that you haven't said yet. One, one I think, is um, the, the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Which the house is called... Universal Monsters, The Bride. So that that would probably feature a number of Universal Monsters, but with a focus on The Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, because obviously last last year there was a Universal Monsters house, wasn't there? Um, yeah. No, although, it'd be, 
Although it'd be interesting to see if they focus mainly on one character, because obviously I think like the feedback from last year was that it was too, they, they focused on too many monsters. Right. So there wasn't, wasn't big enough focus on just one. Um, yeah, I could see that, but I think it works quite well. Right. Uh, and then we, the last one I've missed is the legendary truth. So interestingly, the favorite, a favorite location of Halloween Horror Nights is the town of Kerry in Ohio, Harry in Ohio. So like, that's where a lot of the events actually take place. Oh, right. Okay. I, I, was, I wasn't sure about the name, <laughs> the name of this one. So I think that might be the house where we see a lot of like, flashbacks to previous years. Right, okay. Which would make a lot of sense. Quite a few nods to the past. Which means in, in this, you, you've got p- potentially um, Terror, Dungeon of Terror, and the Legendary Truth that are all kind of nods to the past, mm, which mm. would be quite nice. Now, obviously, this map is just speculation. Um, although a lot of people think that the themes will, are accurate, even if the names might change. Right, okay, okay. And obviously, as you, as you said in the part it, previously, that the past maps have been quite accurate. Yeah. When they yeah. when they've released, although this is obviously only version one, isn't it? Um, it is. Yeah. It is. It is always interesting. Like when we've seen the speculation maps in the past, the scare zones are never on there until quite late. Mm. Which is always funny because you think they've you know they've they know what the houses are, but they don't know what the scare zones are. Um, to not have to just not have like list any scare zones is I always find it a bit odd. I wonder if the scare zones are planned a lot later and it's probably easier to pull together as well. Potentially. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's obviously from when we've been in the past, there's obviously fewer elements to it, isn't there? So yeah. Yeah. I did. I still think my favorite scare zone, I've only obviously been for two years, but my mm. favorite scare zone is probably still the Chucky one. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that. I think that one was fantastic. It was good. That it was the, really the scare good. zones last year were definitely not as good as the year before. Okay. There was a couple of good ones, but yeah, the, the Chucky one was just so much fun. Yeah, I mean, they had really, they had loads of elements to it, didn't they? Because they obviously they had the Chucky kind of like puppet um, doing its thing, uh, and then they obviously had they had quite a few like scare actors going around, and they were pretty they were pretty good scare actors as well. Like you know the yeah um, a lot of them dressed up as doctors and nurses and stuff like that, weren't they? And, and um, toys and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think the what is it like? I can't. I can't remember the name of it. It was like the vampire one or something like that. Mm. Well, you couldn't really. You couldn't really. It was quite hard to tell who they were when, as you were like walking through quite a crowded street. Yeah. Um, which kind of made it. They just blended in a bit, so it didn't really seem much was going on. Yeah. But I, yeah, I really hope that the event does take place this year. Yes. Yeah. I. You know, given that it's their thirtieth, and obviously it's a huge money earner for. Um, for Universal, I think um, I think they're really going to be pushing to get it. To, I think to do it this year. It's the biggest. It's got to be the biggest money owner for the park. Yeah, it must. It must I'd be. be. Consid- if it consider- wasn't. Considering it, you know, it reaches capacity quite mm. a lot. You know, the crowds that you see online, the crowds that you see like waiting across the bridge and everything like that, and it's a, an additional paid event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it, so this is it's completely on top of the regular visits that they get um yeah exactly it must be it must be a huge money earner for them i think so it, I, I think they, they will do everything they can to um 
to make sure this event goes ahead. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to Epcot and mm-hmm. what three attractions we would like to remove from the park. Um, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go first. Um, so I will start with one that you will probably won't be surprised by, but probably be disappointed by. Okay. Uh, which is Mission Space. <laughs> now, for for everyone listening, you can't see the dis. I, I we're on video, so I can see the disappointment in Ryan's face. Yeah, um, it's quite a picture. I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not surprised you said it though. No, no, I, 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 I didn't think you would be. Um, it's not really for me. It, it, it does turn my stomach, um, quite a bit. Even on just the whichever one the the weaker one is, I can never remember which one it is. Is it green? Green, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I mean, to be fair, it's just like it's just you're in there just pressing buttons. Um, mm. You know, it's it's a poor man's um, smuggler's run essentially. Now, that's what it is. Um, but I mean, I was I was very surprised when they announced that the Space Two Twenty restaurant was going to be coming because that essentially meant that Mission Space is here for quite a while. Now. Yeah, because that, that whole area is going to be space themed. Yeah, like the, exactly. It's, the whole thing's going to be space themed. You, you're right next to Guardians of the Galaxy, pretty much, yeah. which is obviously also space themed. Um, so, yeah, that really surprised me when they announced Space 220. Um, and it's like tucked around the back of Mission Space. And it's, not, it's not even like they could get rid of Mission Space and keep the restaurant. Um, but yeah, so I think, it's, I think it's probably there for a little while longer. And obviously, they changed the. They changed the intro for it a couple of years back, didn't they? If, if, if it was that long ago, with getting Gary. rid of beloved Gary. Gary! <laughs> Do you reckon when they did that, when Gary found out, he was just like, I haven't, I haven't had a call about doing a reshoot. That's a bit... Yeah. Like, like, oh, maybe my, maybe my invitations got lost in the post. That's, I mean, it's unforgivable what Disney did there. Unforgivable. Yeah, yeah. They, they should have. They should have kept Gary. Do you reckon? Gary. Do you reckon with the Spaceship Earth redo? Do you reckon they're going to bring back Judy Dench, or do you reckon they're going to go for a, a new person? I think they'll go for someone new. Yeah. Hopefully, Gary Sinise. <laughs> yeah, just bring him back. I mean, he, he would do a good job. I don't know how old Judy Dench actually is. Like, she's got to um, be like eighty-two, eighty-five. There you go. And that's obviously. Um, you know, we've probably got a few years. We're probably a couple, two or three years away from the new space of Earth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. If they do it now. What do you reckon they... I reckon they're going to they a might, few projects off. I mean, potentially. I mean, they obviously haven't, they haven't even closed Spaceship Earth yet. Obviously, no. the park is closed as a whole, but they... I can't, I can't remember what date... Oh, it's May, isn't it? It's meant to be the end of May. Yeah. Because it's it's a only it's only a few days after my trip, or the, what when my trip was meant to be, um, so yeah, so it was soon that they're closing it. But yeah, you're right; they could scrap it because it's a working ride essentially. Yeah, you know, they don't have to replace it yet. Um, <clears throat> I, yeah, I reckon. I mean, and, and I'm assuming a lot of pre-work has been done. Yeah, things in place. I, if that delays things by a couple of months, but potentially. They're not going to have it open by the time Epcot is is uh, very true. 40. Very true. Their the fiftieth plans and and just generally their plans for the fiftieth might have been thrown up a little bit. 
I think so, yeah. I mean, well, there's no, well, especially about Earth was going to be shut during the 50th anyway. But oh, was the, it? Oh, okay. The year after, okay. I think, is Epcot's 40th. Right, okay. Yeah, so obviously that would be a target date for it, wouldn't it? Considering it's the yeah. focal point of the park. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, obviously things could be thrown up. And obviously if they, if they, if they then think, oh, if we close Spaceship Earth now, we won't be able to reopen it in time for the 40th. Who knows? But but then I suppose at the end of the day, if it was only meant to be closed at the end of May, you know, the, I can't. You know, we don't obviously don't. We don't know when the park's going to be reopened, but they will be reopened. I would have thought this year. Maybe maybe it won't delay them that much. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just impossible to tell the way that the US is going at the minute. Mm. I think unless that every state is consistent in their approach to coronavirus. Yeah. Disney World is not opening anytime soon, or Disneyland for that matter either. Um, yeah. And the same can be said across Europe for Disneyland Paris. True, also, true. It's not I'm... as if they can even introduce temperature. So Shanghai has introduced temperature checks. Right, okay. But that's not particularly useful if you're asymptomatic. You still could potentially no, be carrying the virus. Exactly, exactly. And, and the thing is, I don't like, obviously, during the summer, how, you know, how accurate a temperature check is going to be. Yeah, yeah. If people are hot anyway, obviously, presumably, if you have a fever, um, it's kind of a core yeah. temperature as opposed to a, like an external temperature. They'll I guess, have to but... do a rectal exam. <laughs> <laughs> Just that? like go into the park, bend over. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over, please, sir. <laughs> you just have Mickey with a face mask on in a doctor's yeah. outfit. <laughs> I'm afraid you're oh. gonna have to oh, bend over. Oh, oh, nobody, nobody sees Mickey in the same light again. No. <laughs> uh, okay, my first one is going to be. I can't close anything at Epcot. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all too special. The American Adventure. Okay. There's there's a little bit of crossover here. That's fine. The thing is, at Epcot, <laughs> I knew there would be. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Although I had four on my list, so I can Ooh, take that one off my list. We're still safe. Yeah, we're still safe. Uh, the reason for it is simple. It's it paints a, and I've said this numerous times, so I'm not going to cover it in too much detail. Mm-hmm. But it paints a very um, disillusioned picture of the history of America. Yeah. It's far too patriotic. It's cringeworthy to anyone that isn't wasn't born in America. That that's my biggest thing with it is the cringe. It's so like, cringy. We've we've gone in there. We went in there once a few several years ago, and I can't remember if it was it was these. It was either ridiculously hot or it was raining. That was yeah. the one. That was one of the two reasons we went in. And you're sort of like standing there in this like lobby foyer bit, and they're just like singing right in front of you, and it's like. This is really weird. And they're like, this is a song that they, we used to sing when we were beating the British. Yeah. You're just like, uh... <laughs> like, Ugh. Trey awkward. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't sing a song about um, like beating Nazis, would you? So why are you singing songs about this? Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. Very true. Um, the, only, the only redeeming quality, well, it's not even, it's not really the American adventure. It's in the same building, is they do have the best toilets in the. Oh, park. incredible. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you there. Yeah. My, my other, the, the, the other ones I like, and it's not because the toilets are good, mm. it's the ones opposite Test Track, like right opposite, because you can hear the, the best theme park music ever when you're in the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Donna's like, right, you've been in there for like half an hour. Yeah, I'm I was just, waiting I'm for the. Just, 
I was just on the toilet, it's like, do, 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 do. It's like, I was just waiting for the loop to finish, Donna. I was waiting for the loop. Everyone else on the toilet's like, what is this guy doing? And I'm like, do, 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 Amazing, brilliant. But I mean, literally, the, the, they have the best toilets in, in, the, in the American um, classic, pavilion. It's classic America, isn't it? Yeah. Like, literally, the, the ones in the UK pavilion are tiny. Yeah. They're absolutely tiny, and yet the 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 ones next to American Venture are vast. That's because they know that you're going to need to offload something special after watching that <laughs> awful, awful show. <laughs> are you suggesting that once the show finishes, just like everyone rushes to the toilet? Yeah, they're either bathing or pooping. <laughs> bathing. That's the first time I've ever used that word. Bathing. It's because I'm in the American uh, pavilion. That's what it is. Hurling. Hurling, yeah. Um, hurling or curling? Oh, <laughs> very well put. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I just think because it's because it's so uh, annoyingly patriotic. Like mm. you wouldn't see, you wouldn't see a show dedicated to the Queen at uh, Alton Towers, or no. well, although they are creating a ride. But let's not let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> that's based on David Williams's books. Oh, okay, okay. But. Uh, yeah, I just think it's too cringy. The history is way off. And it just... The only thing it does is bring me a bit of joy when I see people in, in the crowd getting, like... Like, actually crying because they're so emotional. Yeah. Um, but I'd still get rid of it. Demolish it today and put in put in a Muppets adventure ride. Do something. Yeah. Whatever. Demolish the ride. Keep the toilets. Keep the toilets, Everyone will sure. be happy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, what's the next one on your list? Um... Turtle Talk with Crush. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That is. I'd like. I just. It. It's one of these ones that I don't really see the point of. It's like. It's. It's. It's not really much of an attraction. It just feels like a filler. Like a space yeah, filler. It feels like they've got a room and, and had a screen and we're like, oh, let's just do this. Yeah. Let's do something similar to um, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor as such. Like technology wise. I think Crush was first. I oh, was it was it first right? Yeah, okay. I think so. I mean, it's, it's interesting technology. Like, it's 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 a fun. Like, I'm sure the kids love it because they they can like talk to Crush and things like that. Yeah. But it's just like it's it's not for me. It's a bit of a weird attraction, as I say. It's a bit of a space filler. Um, what feels be... like they could have done something better with the space. Yeah, I agree. I think what will be interesting for me is as my future daughter is growing up. Mm how interested she'll be in Finding Nemo. Right, like how, okay. How interested are kids actually in Finding Nemo now? I mean, the film came out in like 2003 or I don't know, something like that. Mm, it's quite old. It's quite old these days. Obviously, they had Finding Dory come out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, which, so it'd be interesting which, to see. Mm, yeah, it, it's certainly going to be interesting just generally you, seeing you as a parent taking your kids to, to see what they what they enjoy and how your theme park trips change as a result. Yeah, 100%. I, I'm, I am very interested. I mean, obviously, they'll only know one Pixar film, and that will be A Bug's Life. So... <laughs> no other Pixar films have been made. Yeah. What about... I've heard Toy Story. No, uh, nope, never, nope. Not does not that. exist. It's called A Bug's Life. So no, but it will be interesting. Obviously, I, I won't deprive my child of watching Finding Nemo or any other Pixar film except for Cars. Um, 
Yeah, well, that's that's like a. I mean, if you made her watch cars, that's then punishment, isn't it? Social services would have to be involved. Yeah, I know, and I agree. <laughs> it's an interesting second one because my second one is actually going to be um, the seas of Nemo and Friends. Oh, okay, okay. I know you just like that, right? Um, it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, since you have said that, like, since you've said about the the story. You know, thinking back to it and having seen it since you said that, it is weird. It's very weird. He's purposely hiding from everyone. Yeah, considering his track record, um, it's it's a bit weird. Like, considering he knows how much his dad gets stressed out by the fact that he's gone missing. Yeah. It's a bit weird to, like, purposely hide. Like, you you remove the fact that you remove the sharks, the jellyfish, the, the, um, the, the weird, I can't remember the name of the fish that attacks everything. You remove all of that. Mm. and going missing nearly killed his father through heart attacks all kinds of like social anxiety like anxiety issues yeah and what does he do in this ride he does it again on purpose on purpose like the first time unintentionally yes unintentionally now on the ride he's just taking them in at some point he's just like there's a there's that fish that gets scared in the movie yeah at one point in the ride nemo goes up behind him scares him and then swims away as he turns around it's like who like what? <laughs> Who designed this ride and thought that's a great idea to teach kids? Let's let's make sure that everyone knows to be an utter utter penis. Yeah, just trying to think of the appropriate word that you can use on the podcast. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it doesn't send a very good message, does it? Like, oh, you know, hide from your parents. No, it's, it's it'll it's be a, fun. It's a terrible idea for a, a story. Yeah, it's a terrible ride. It's just. I mean, I understand little kids may enjoy it, but it's got like two lines of dialogue for every area. Yeah. Which you if can you get hear stuck. Play, yeah, and you can hear play twice, even if you're going through the ride. Yeah. The animatronics never work. That, especially the fish that's flying around in the in the dark. That's mm-hmm. never working. It's just a it's a god awful ride. Scrap it and put something decent in. The o- the only reason I didn't put that on my list is because I like the kind of the way that they project onto the kind of glass that is and, cool. so you, and so you can see the real water and the real animals behind it yeah i, like, I agree like, i appreciate that that they've and, done so that's the reason it wasn't on my list yeah and i, I do agree with you it is it, that is really nicely done and i also appreciate that they couldn't have made an incredibly decent nemo ride given they were limited by what they could do in between the tanks mm, yeah but there are better nemo rides out there in different Disney parks, including Disneyland, Disneyland Paris in the Walt Disney Studios mm-hmm. and, and Disneyland in California. And I think this is probably the worst Nemo ride in any Disney park. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 there's not a huge, there's not a lot of substance to it. No, uh, I just, it's, I just it's quite sure. And it is, it is a bad story. Um, I'll totally give you that. I don't, um, just retell the events of the film. That's all you needed to do. Yeah. And the scenes all work. Yeah, that's very that's very true. That's very true. It is interesting how many rides they have based on Finding Nemo. Yeah, like I don't know how popular the, I don't know how much of a money earner it was for for Pixar. Um, but I mean, obviously, it's how good, obviously, they are. Yeah, but obviously, got... it's a, it's a good film. But it's funny how they focus particularly on that when the likes of um, like Zootopia. Yeah, it's got. It's, it's got... It, obviously it's getting a land in in Japan. Is it? Is it Japan China, or is it? China, okay. Um, obviously, it's getting a land, but this 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 is like what 
five, six, eight years after the film came out. I can't remember when it came out. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, Big Hero 6 barely sees any mention of it, apart from, like, a meet and greet. There's, like, a teacup-style ride, isn't there, in China that they're adding? Yes. Yeah. yeah, again, it's one of these things that they're only just, like, recently adding it. Yeah. And yet the film is quite old now. Um, also, yet, like... Finding Nemo, they've got loads of stuff. Yeah, like, Nemo works perfectly in the seas. To get oh, yeah, kids, it, to get kids, kids interested in in the wildlife, I think that is it's an incredible idea to theme the seas mm-hmm. outside of the seas. Like it also ranges. Like this is a really real like baby kids ride, which you know I'm not against this attraction because of that. I love a lot of those types of rides. Like it's a small world, love it. Peter Pan's flight, yeah, fine. Got a lot of time for that when you mm-hmm. can get on it. But you you have like rides like this, and then Disneyland Paris. You've got Crush's Coaster, which most little kids can't even ride. It's, like, <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's an odd combination. I mean, Crush's Coaster is a brilliant, Fantastic. brilliant attraction. Probably my favourite ride in Disneyland Paris. Yeah, I mean, I think I've only been on it once because I think the... I've only been to Disneyland Paris twice. The first time, I think it was open. The second time, it was closed. Um, but yeah, it's a great attraction. It is brilliant, yeah. Um, so that's the second one on my list. What's the, what's the last one on your list? Uh, so my last one is Journey into Imagination with Figment. <laughs> the reason is, I have nothing against the Figment character. I just think the ride is awful. It is, to be fair. It's so dated. So yeah. dated. And it's just the animatronic... Well, obviously, this is all part of the dated bit, but the animatronics look awful and things like that. They could do so much more with this character. And it really surprises me that they didn't announce something when they announced like a lot of the Epcot stuff, you know. And yes, they did, when they when they first announced the kind of transformation of Epcot, they did say more is coming. And you know, since then they've said about Spaceship Earth and things like that. But I'm very surprised that they haven't done anything about the like that imagination area, considering how bad it looks. You've got like that and the Pixar shorts. We'll come on to that. All in, the, yeah, all in that area, and yet nothing's been announced. Um, yeah, and, very strange. And and the thing is, they they keep pushing like Figment merchandise, and it sells a ton of as well. Completely, it really does. And so you think, why why have they not pushed for more Figment in the park, and like a reimagine a reimagined version of Figment in the park? Yeah, I mean, I remember very very um like not to any great detail but i remember the attraction before this mm. um with Dreamfinder, and remember being blown away by it as a kid yeah and this attraction as much as it's like donna and i go on it every time at least once or twice and it's fun but they need to bring Dreamfinder back they need to tell a decent story they need to get rid of dr nigel channing yeah um as much as i love eric idol he doesn't <laughs> work in this attraction and I think they need to get back to Dreamfinder and Figment and just reinventing that whole attraction. I completely agree with. I think Figment needs to have an attraction in the park, but I, yeah. don't, think it, I don't think it should be what's there right now. And I don't think there's any signs that they're going to ditch Figment no. com- completely because, as we say, they, they've got loads of merchandise. Obviously, f- like Flower and, um, not Flower and Garden, Food and Wine features Figment quite prominently in, in a lot of the merchandise and things like that. And it, it, it is just strange that they push the character from a merchandise point, but they don't have any kind of significant ride to back it up. Or, or even a meet and greet. Like, they've got like a, a really cool meet and greet um, area with Ralph and 
and uh, Vanellope, is it? I think her name is. Yeah. Where they come down like the what was what's supposed to be like the internet, basically. Mm, but yeah, yeah. Figment would work perfectly there. The same as like they did a baby Groot, and they've got a BB-8 meet and greet. Why is there not like a a Figment animatronic or puppet? Yeah. You had to meet the Dreamfinder with Figment. Like, why is that not a thing again? Exactly. I don't understand it. It's almost like it's almost like they're trying to keep it Figment alive, but not quite pushing it to the amount that they should. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why. It's like they're doing it half hour, half heartedly. Yeah, it is very odd. Like, um, I I agree. Like surely that area, because obviously, obviously on the kind of as you walk into the park, you've got seas on the right, which obviously is getting is getting the Moana kind of intro, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then you've got the land, which we've seen like Awesome Planet open. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you've got Living with the Land and Soaring. Like not a lot needs to change around there. On the left, you've got Guardians. Mission space test track. Not a lot needs to change around there. It's really the only the bit that needs to change significantly is imagination, the imagination yeah. area. Um, and I can't believe that they haven't said anything about that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think there's any Disney fan out there that will, will disagree with that. Mm. And that's the thing. It's it's one of the 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 only things that I've seen Disney fans united in in saying that we all want to keep Figment. But yeah. this, this attraction is terrible. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't it doesn't do the character justice, and just as an attraction as a whole, it is it is it is so outdated now. Yeah, it is, and it's never busy. No, it's, it's not. never busy. No, it's not. Um, so related to the imagination uh, pavilion, the the yeah. last one on my list is of course, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as you would expect. Um, and no, nobody can uh, probably, probably doubt this, um, yeah. is, is the Pixar Fest. Mm. It's just terrible. Yeah, the only, the only redeeming factor for that is the, 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 opening, um, the opening show, whatever it's, um, like the Mickey Mouse one, the Mickey Mouse short at the beginning. Fantastic. I completely obviously, agree. Obviously, you can see that at home. I think, isn't it, isn't it, is it on Disney Plus? It might be, but it's also it's also on the Frozen Blu-ray. I think. Ah, yes, yeah, because that's when it, the uh, but it works so well in 3D. It does at, at that sort of like size theater. It works so well that I will go and watch it just for that short. I don't really care about the Pixar short. They don't really work that well in 3D anyway. Like you don't you don't get anything much. You don't get anything more in 3D for one of those. No, I, I do agree. the The first one is is great. Um, but the other two are on Disney Plus, and I actually watched both of them yesterday. Yeah, and it, they look better on my my screen at home than they do in that theatre. And I don't know why they haven't just got rid of it and replaced it with Honey I Shrunk the Audience. Bring that back. At least it's an original attraction. Yeah, yeah. I don't really understand it. Like it was, it was a weird. It was. It felt very temporary, and yet it's been there for what, two, three, four years? Yeah, it's been there way too long. Something like that, isn't it? It's very strange. It's almost like they started like coming up with an idea for a replacement, but then ditched it. Yeah, and they just come up with anything else. Yeah, yeah. It and doesn't then... work in Epcot either. It doesn't work in Epcot at all. No, it really doesn't, because aren't they... Are they opening a Mickey sh... in Mickey's Theatre in Hollywood Studios? They're just. I think that's where they're just showing a, a short... Yeah, what from the, um, is it like the new style ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, See, so it would work there. Yeah, really well. And, and, that, and that Mickey short would just be part of the 18-minute show or whatever. 
yeah yeah exactly so it would work well if they moved it across um but yeah no i i, I do agree with you um the only reason i wouldn't have put it on my list was because of that first mickey Shaw. i do really love watching it in in that theater but generally but, I mean, that attraction is pointless it's pointless and even on the busiest day of the year you can still get a fast pass for it yeah, I don't even know why they have fast pass for it because it's stupid, isn't it? One, you don't need a fast pass. The weird thing is, like all the all the kind of like the three caballeros and things like that. There's you don't you can't get a fast pass for that. No, and yet you can you can for like the Mickey the for the Pixar shorts, um, which is just very strange. It's bonkers. It is absolutely bonkers. Um, and on that note, that is our three attractions or six. You got six there that we would like to remove from Epcot. The Celio, obviously not on the list, <laughs> which is an attraction in itself. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, obviously I've only, I've only, eaten, oh no, we did eat there twice, didn't we? Yeah. When we went a couple, few years ago. Um, yeah. I, just, I do find it weird how like, they like, like show you to your table and, and your table is in, in a part of, Ca- in a part of Canada and they'll yeah. explain to you the history of that place or something like that. It's like, that's a bit weird. It's like, <laughs> lovely, lovely. I don't care. Can I order my steak? Yeah. I like, I'm just here for steak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, steak do and not really, I don't care which part of Canada I'm sat in. Give me a Canadian beer, some yeah. pretzel bread and a steak. I, I want nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's a really nice restaurant, though. Also, yeah, I, we can't go an episode of, of talking about Epcot without mentioning La Celia. No, it has to it has to be it has to get its nod. Yeah, exactly. So, thank you very much for listening to this week's show. If you have enjoyed it, please do give us go and give us a follow on one of the socials. Just search for Theme Park Trader and leave us a uh, positive review on your podcast app of choice. And we will be back next week for another show. So we will see you then. Ah, there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. Ha, 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 ha